Okay. All right. So let's go. Um, Kate's. There's some like the quote, like obvious questions in Kate's, which are like we've, we've talked about in the past, like why Yosef doesn't send a message to his parents, why, why, uh, you know, why does he try to trick the brothers? We, I think we mentioned that, you know, a couple years ago the idea from Rabbi that basically Yosef isn't like enjoying with glee as he like twists and turns his brothers, but rather he feels this. He knows that if the family comes back together and they haven't like fixed their issues with each other, and it's not going to go anywhere. Um, and this is sort of like um, a spinoff on that on that conversation. Is this very? I think like this is one of the most interesting moments in the Torah. I think. Um, Source number one. So the story goes like this, right? So this is the brothers have already, Yosef has already risen up. He's already been elected second in command in all of Mitzrayim. And now he is the one in charge of all the foodstuffs in the whole country. People are coming from all around the Middle East to come get, which is like the world at that time for the most part, right? And they're coming to get, to come and get, uh, get food. And who shows up? So, ya- so ya- Yaakov says to his sons, I heard there's food in Mitzrayim. Go there. So they show up, and what happens? Source number one. They show up, and he realizes who they are. Right? And he and he starts to speak with them very difficultly. Where did you come from? We came from from Canaan to get food. Where he knew they were, and they didn't know who he was. Why didn't they know who he was? Why couldn't they recognize him? So he's like 17 when he left. Right? Rashi says, Rashi says he didn't have a beard yet when he left, and now he's, you know, now he's shaving, so he looks older. Right, okay. Yeah. Also, how can you ever imagine? Right, they might say, like, well, that guy looks a lot like that guy looks a lot like Yosef, that guy speaking in Egyptian to his Egyptian translator who's then speaking like like it's not it's like Lo Alela Das. Like who who would think it was him? They know he knows exactly they are. Last week when they sold him, did they know they were headed towards Mitzrayim? Right, not even clear. It says it says they were going to Mitzrayim. The I mean they told him they were going to Mitzrayim, that's also not clear. But like the possibility that this was really him Right, like should I turn the heat up? I'm gonna turn well, okay, but uh, the 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 um, but the possibility I'll turn up, but the possibility that that um, they don't recognize him is not so weird. It's not such a weird thing. So, um, can I ask you a question, Rabbi? Yeah, I feel like they, there's all these stories where, like, oh, and they must have heard that this woman. Did, like, he, everybody keeps on saying that he was like a man of God, and he always spoke about God. And everybody knew that, so right? Nobody anywhere else recognized him as being like, like, like in every like a the rest of the world. You're saying, yeah. Like, oh, like they didn't call him Jewish. I'm saying everybody. There was no we like were talking last week. He always spoke about God. He's a man of God. Everybody recognized him as a man right. of God. So like, why wasn't it known that this man was that there's some different. Jewish guy who became the second in right. command like, to why Egypt? Why wasn't that like the talk? Like, why that's an interesting question. That? I don't know. That's actually a very. How that's actually. I think that's a good. I think that's a great. Right. I think well, it's we a. Know that Remember, there were stories you told us. You said, "Oh, well, they must have right." They, like they heard that there was this person living here. Or they heard that, you know, his brother was here. Or so obviously people. Jenny, talk. I think it's a great question. Thank you. I don't know the answer. That's a great question. Like why? Why didn't? Why was this not like an unusual story that should have be gotten renowned throughout the world? It's a good question. It do, it, it clearly didn't. Right. 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 Um, was that part of Akash Baruch's plan that it didn't happen? 
Maybe. Was it not how things worked in those days? Also possible. Like things were, didn't spread in the same way. Um, but you're right. It's possible. It could have been possible that they would have had such a, such a thing. And Did he not tell anybody? But he was going by the possibly. I mean, he tells the Sar Hamashkim who he is. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Sherry. Good to have you. Uh, I heard about this. Okay, great. We're so happy to have you. Great. Great, great, great. Um, so um, w- w- he does tell the Sar Hamashkim that I gunov gunavti, right? He tells him, remember me because I was stolen, for, I was taken from Canaan. So the Saramashkim knew he was a Canaani. Actually, when, he, when the Saramashkim tells Paro, he refers to him as Eved Nar Ivri, I think is what he calls him. So it's not like it was a secret where he was from. Is it possible that Paro wasn't interested in promoting that fact? He changes his name. Maybe Paro wasn't interested in that. That's possible. Uh, but it's a fair point. It's a fair question. Well, also, remember before, just going like psychologically, thinking about even Yocheved, who was then became like the wet nurse to Paro's new kid, who was Moshe. Like that. Many was years later. Deal. Yeah. Many years later, but that also wasn't a big deal, and like everyone knew that she was a Jew. So until like this, the um, anti-Semitism came. Like, okay, you're an every. Like, it doesn't... Like, Maybe. It wasn't like this... Except that... I, like, except I, I hear what you're saying. But according to Chazal, right, when, like, Yosef brings the brothers to the house, they eat separately because they don't eat with Ivrim. Like, there's, like... The, there was a, still a sense that they were not treated exactly the and same. he gave them a different name, too. Right. And maybe he gives them the name to kind of... Why does he just keep the same name? Maybe they cover up a little bit who he is. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just putting... I don't know the answer. Said, okay, we're gonna live here now. Paro was like, "Come, like, stay here." And it was the brothers who were like, "No, no, no, we need kind of like our own little." Right, that's true, but maybe he wants them to come in and forget who they are. Right. Maybe that's why. Right. right. So, right. They, like a, right. So that, like a, right. It's not so clear, but I, I think it's a very fair question. Why don't people know that there's this this non Egyptian who has like risen right. to power well, in Egypt? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's a fair question. I don't. I don't know the answer. Well, all I know is that it's not. It didn't happen. That much we do know. It didn't happen because they had no way. They didn't know who he was. Right. Fine. Okay, but that's like not at all what I'm planning to talk about. But I'm glad we did. No, but I, I, that's why I like coming to this year. Okay, so what happens? And then what happens? Pasuk says, And now, now, all of a sudden, right, in this moment, it's amazing. He remembers the dreams. He's like, I'm standing now in front of them. And they, what do you do when you, right? You're watching the crown, right? What do you do when you see the, you see the king, right? You, you bow down, right? Right? And, and so, that he, so he says to them, It's almost like because he remembered the dreams, he now gets ready to put this plan in place. No, we're not spies. You can't get food. We're all from one father. We're like, we're honest people. We're not spies. He's back and forth. And then they say, We're really 12 brothers. And one of them is not here. Right? One got lost. And then he says to them, This is how we're going to check you, to see, to test you. He always swears in the name of Paro. The Chazal point out also, it's, like, it's his way of like, making like, false promises. He says, right? And like, sorry, Hashem's name. He's first in Paro's name, right? But to the world, it looks like a, that's like Sarah God's name, right? Fine. You want to you want to tell me the truth? You, that you're, you just you just spilled the beans that there's another brother that's not here, right? So now prove it, right? So 
So what's the original plan? Send one of you and bring him. And the rest of you will be in prison. So if you're really telling the truth, I want, I'm going to put nine of you in prison. One of you will go back to Canaan and get him and bring him back. And if not, then I'm keeping you all as slaves. Right? Well, 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 at least that I, I, that I know you're spies. That's funny. It just says, and then if not, you're, you're spies. You're spies. Like, and then... What's going to happen? Well, 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 fine. Okay, whatever. But the bottom line is that he's going to do something bad. And what does he do? And he puts him in jail, Taka, for three days. Which is fascinating. Why doesn't he just let them send the person forward? But then something changes. The third day, what does he say to them? We don't really pay attention to this back and forth, right? We just, like, we like, we don't pay, like, look at this. This is what I want you to do because, as Hokim Ani What does that mean? I fear God. I fear God. What, is, what does that mean? It's a funny thing for him to say, okay? He's the Egyptian viceroy. Why is he saying he fears God? Okay. Because they don't use the word, and Elohim means God. All right, it means God. Think your God. The plan now changes. If you're telling the truth, I'll tell you what you should do. Right? One of you will stay here, and the rest of you go back to bring food to your families. What should you do? And bring back that one brother. So now he flips the story. Instead of keeping nine of them in prison to bring back one, He's going to keep one of them in prison to bring back. And then everyone else will go and bring back one. And what's his reasoning? How does that sentence begin? To their families because that's really why they came down. Okay. He doesn't want their families to But how does, he, how does he introduce his like, rationale? Because he fears their God. Ah. So he's going to you know, give them a chance. Okay, does that make sense to you? Well, he doesn't want their God to take out his Oh, so you say he's nervous about their God. He's afraid. He's, I mean... I'm afraid of your God. That's what he's implying. Okay. Okay, so S-L-O-K-I-M-A-N-E-R-A, you're saying means I'm afraid of your God. Like the way like Lot was afraid of God. That God threatens Lot, don't, not Lot, sorry, Lovan. That Hashem threatens Lovan, like don't you touch Yaakov and his children. Right, he like gives a nevuah to Lovan. And Lovan's chasing after Yaakov, right? It's like same thing. Like saying like the viceroy is like afraid of their God, he's going to hurt them. Hear him, so he's, he decides to be nicer. That's one, that's one possibility. Right. Okay. But he says, uh, the, he says, your God or just God? He just says, Esha Elohim Aniyare. Wait, he's not, right. He's not saying your God. He's saying. Maybe he's hinting to them. Mm-hmm. That's just thinking that too. Now what? That he is a Jew again. and believes in the same God. Right. Esha Elohim Aniyare, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Not Elohim Aniyare. Right, he's not saying Right. God. It's not like, like when Yonah's on the ship and they say, dive into your God. Right. Right? That's different. This is, I fear God. That's interesting. I thought you were Egyptian. Right? Okay, so maybe he's dropping, maybe he's dropping some information. Okay. And by the way, it's, it's Elohimani Array is the intro to this switch of I'm going to be a little nicer. Okay, so now what happens? I, I didn't finish the puzzle. Bring your, bring your, your, little, your little brother to me and you won't die. By the way, that's his threat. And Lana, in case you're waiting for it. And then I won't murder you. Right? So he has given them the threat, in case you're wondering. Right? Vayasu chen. What does vayasu chen mean? And they did it. That's how you translate it, right? Vayasu chen is, and they did it. Right. What did they do? I mean, 
Well, well, let's keep going. Before you ask the question, keep reading. So he tells them, fine, I'm going to keep one of you. The rest of you go. We don't even know who he's taken yet. Who's the one? We don't know. Why Fine. the whole speech? Why did they start introducing, like, we're 12 brothers, one died, one's at home. Oh, that's a different problem. Even, why they do that, mm-hmm. right? Why even give that? Now he knows they had another well, brother. Well, that's their fault. And that's what Yaakov says to them. Like, what's your... He, like, basically, like, what's your problem? Too much information. Yeah. Just answer what he asked you, right? Fine. But that's what he does. Fine. But the, but the, the bottom line is, they, the, but why do they give that information? They wanted to give a credible story. Yeah, but they, they, they wanted to tell the truth. So if, the best way, her. right? It's, not, it's a good hug, right? The best way to show that you're honest is to be honest. <laughs> if you tell the truth, people can, people can tell if you're telling the truth, right? They can tell if you're telling the truth. So they told the truth because they felt like they had no choice. They want to show themselves to be honest people, so they told the truth. Well, that got them in trouble. What? It's a little TMI. They could have told the truth without... That. Okay, fine. But I'm just saying that that's that's why they did it. Fine. But the bottom line is they said he says, fine, he changes the narrative now. I believe in God. Just send one nine of you and just leave one and then bring Binyamin. And then the Torah says, And they did it. Except that they didn't do it yet. Next Pasak. And now they have a conversation. This is one of my favorite conversations in the entire Torah. Really? Yeah. Aval. Now they say. Aval. They say, Chevra, we made a mistake. This is bad, what we did. We saw him in pain. He was calling out to us. This is not part of the story that we have before. That he was sitting in the pit and he was calling to them, save me. And we didn't listen to him. You know what is happening to us? Read the tea leaves, they said to each other. What, what, this is not random. Right? Look what's happening to us. It's all our fault. It's because of what we did. And, and they, it's almost like they have an epiphany. And by the way, Ish El Achiv, who's talking? All of them. They're all talking to each other. This isn't one of them. They're all talking to each other. Oh my, oh my gosh, you realize what's happening? They, they all realize it like at the same moment, right? And now, and now Ruvain, who doesn't like always... Work out so great, Ruvain. Vayan Ruvain Osavin. Ruvain responds to them. Leimor, hello, Amarti Aleichem. Leimor, I told you all to echetu vayela not to hurt him. Velo shematem. You didn't listen to me. Vegam da damo hineni drash. Ruvain, like I don't know if that's helpful or not so helpful. Right? Ruvain like seems to like a lot of times is very has a lot of emotion and he's Ruvain. Don't wait. I'm not like Khalila. You know what I mean? But like Ruvain's comments a lot of times come out like it's like you know a little bit like nails on the chalkboard sometimes. Like I don't know. It's like the the, the place. This is the moment for. Blame game, but he, the like, I told you that. That's what I said. Like, so what's the real answer to Ruvain? Is that Ruvain, if you really wanted to save them, you would have picked them up and brought them back home, right? You told him to put them, put them in the pit. Right? That was like sort of your idea, right? Fine. And this is amazing. They don't realize. You ever be, you ever, I don't speak Spanish very well. Okay, I don't speak Spanish. I took Spanish for a couple years. I don't speak Spanish. But like, you ever go to like, like the farmer's market? I don't know if you go to, if you go to the farmer's market. So I go to the farmer's market to get like fruits and vegetables. And all the, and all the yeah, I see Rona there every time. We have the same schedule. And, and the, the women there who work there, they're always speaking Spanish to each other. I'm always like, are you talking about me? You know? So I, want to respond, like, I always want to respond to Spanish. Uh, I want to, right? So, so but, do they, but like, I don't know how to deal. I don't know how to deal. It's a similar thing, right? They're speaking Hebrew to each other. Which guy named right. Hebrew? That's right. Oh, so what does Chazal say? Who is the translator? Menashe. 
that Chazal say the Melitz, who, who could possibly be the translator? Who's going to translate between the brothers and Yosef? The answer is Menashe. Right? Because he knew Hebrew and he knew Egyptian. He could speak both. Right? Why did Menashe know Egyptian? Because he grew up in Egypt. Oh, right. He grew up in Egypt. He grew up in his father's house. So he knew both. Um, again, that's what Chazal, that's how Chazal, it's like very convenient. It works. Right. It fits. Yeah. Did it have to be him? It doesn't have to be him. But right, that's, we've talked about this, I think we've talked about this before. Some Chazal do what's called the closed canon approach. Yeah, yes. So whenever you find a person, it's not a new person. It's somebody you know already, right? As opposed to the open canon approach, which says it could be anybody, right? But that's like Shifra and Pua are Yochevin and Miriam. Why? Because it wouldn't be random people. It's probably someone that we, we were familiar with. But anyways. So Menashe was just repeating this whole conversation. No, 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 no. The point being, until now, how are, they, how are they talking to each other? They don't need Egyptian. We just like, it all works for us, right? No one's speaking English, right? <laughs> they, right? So there's, they're, conver- they're conversing in some language. What language? The answer is, says the Torah, they actually had a translator between them. So what happens at some point? They turn to each other and like, and they're talking in Hebrew. It's like they're talking in Yiddish, you know, like nobody hears. And they think he doesn't understand them. And imagine Yosef is sitting there and he listens and he's hearing them say, he was crying to us and we didn't listen to him. That was so wrong of us. And so what, we, I, don't have to, I didn't bring the rest of this because there's more. Yeah. He goes and he starts to cry. He goes to the other room. It's so like, it's like the most powerful moment, right? They admit their mistake in front of him and they don't realize that he's standing there, right? It's amazing, okay? But there's two pieces to this story that are, besides just being, I think, just fat, beautiful, but besides that, there's two parts of it that I, and I, I highlighted them, right? Number one, again, he says to them, Go bring him back and, and, and he won't die. And they did it. And they didn't do it. They continued to have this conversation. Right? So that's question number one is, what is Vayasuchain? What does that mean? They, they leave. It takes them a long time to finally agree. First it takes Yaakov, like months and months and months to, until he finally leaves Shimon in jail for all this time waiting to, to bring Binyamin down. Right? He's like so nervous. Right? Fine. But, but I'll ask you one other question also. In Pasuk Hafalaf. Vayamru yishalachiv. What did they say to each other? Aval ashemim anachnu alachin. You translate that phrase. Those words. Aval ashemim anachnu alachin. So the asham is like a carbon asham? Asham is a, a, a guilt. Guilt. Guilt, good. By so ashemim anachnu, we are guilty. Alachinu. Good. We are guilty for what we did to our brother. What's the first word? Aval. Does that fit in the sentence? They didn't have bad grammar, their brothers. The Torah, right? The Torah, you... Right. Yeah, a long time ago, so, there was another translation of a vowel, but I couldn't make that up. Couldn't, couldn't well, we're going to find one right now. <laughs> but right, a vowel should, usually means what? But, but however, it's a, it's a... It's a... Right? Fanboys? Fanboys words? For, and, nor, but, or, yet, so? Right, that's yeah. a, that was a, no, that was a, that was a, my English, Miss yeah. Stife in eighth grade. Tell us about fanboys' words. Yeah. What are fanboys' words? They always <laughs> proceed with a comma, right? Comma, four, right? It's like, it's like, it's like transitional words. Okay, there you go. See, there you go. So you remember. So, so Miss Stife taught us about fanboys' words, right? But is a, it's a, it's a, it's a transitional word, right? However, right, those types of words. What's the transition? They said to each other, but, however, we're guilty. That doesn't make any sense. The word doesn't make any sense. Here. I mean, unless they're saying, we can, we'll take this deal, but amongst themselves, 
we recognize that we're guilty and maybe we we should be punished now. Oh, like so the but is like, even if we're going to, let's not forget that to themselves, they say, yeah, but let's not forget that we, okay. Right. Okay, you can say it like that. Right? It's similar also that the Yasuchain implies now it's just going to be one guy going into jail. But the brothers, El they're all saying whoever he ends up taking, or like it doesn't matter, we should all technically, we're in a jail right now. We're all guilty. So Yasuchain is like a mindset. Yeah, the, yeah. I guess the Aval, I'm the, the, oh, the aval. mindset. The mindset. That like we're all in the jail with you, whichever. Oh, I mean, they take Shimon. But like, it's really not Shimon who should be holding to jail. It should be all of us in jail. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, very interesting. Right, that. Okay, also nice. Also nice. Good. So we're going to see now in a second. Let's take a look now. Uh, yeah. Another one, sorry. Yeah. Vayasuchain means the deal is now we're going to go back and we're going to bring Binyamin into this. Like, we're. Now we're guilty or responsible for him. Ah, like, here comes ah, another one that ah. we're going to be guilty for. So, yeah, they're like, okay, that's so what we're going to do this. Right. And, like, but if that happens, we need to start learning our lesson. Yeah. Right. Right. Because, okay. right. And then that, that dredges up the, and we didn't learn it the first time. Right. When, the, like, like, it's so obvious. Before somehow. Right. It's so funny. It's like, it's almost as if someone is orchestrating this whole thing to <laughs> teach us <laughs> our lesson. <laughs> Ha, he is, right? So, like, that's the irony of the whole thing. It's like, they, they see it as, like, it's so funny, right? They see it as, like, Hashkach HaPratis. Yeah. Like, Hashkach was, like, holy cow, this is crazy. And the answer is, he did, but he didn't, because Yosef is actually doing it on purpose, right, to do this to them, to kind of create the Mida Kenegad Mida experience for them, right, to, like, see it again, right? The Rambam's real tshuva is what? You're in the same place, and you do something different. Right? Same exact moment, and you, and you do something different. Which, besides the point that if you want to be real true, you probably shouldn't get yourself in the same spot again. Right? A lot of times, but it's a different part of the conversation. But, but a part of the truth is like, not put yourself in those spots sometimes, right? But fine. But, but good. Good, good. So I want to do is take, yeah. Last thing. No. So maybe it's not, not literally. Maybe the Vayasu Chain is referring to figuratively what Yosef's dream was about, that now they're beginning to like. But yeah, orders, right. They're doing what he had predicted or forecasted they were going to do. They now are training. doing the thing that Yosef, like, we've now, like, game on. Correct. Like, yeah. oh, wow, like, Yosef really, like, got him. Yeah. And but yeah, yeah. Suchein, like, we see that they really, which is not really a simple, like, a simple shot in this no, story. Right. Right, not at all. Right, that wouldn't be the simple explanation, no, but, but good. You know, no, no, but good. But good, good, good. We're not, we don't just look for simple. Right. We do both. Take a look at source number two. Okay, so we're going to talk about those two questions. We're going to talk about Vayasuchain, and then we're going to talk about Aval, because that's the order that the Pesukim have them. Is it better for this year to go the opposite direction? I don't know. I couldn't decide. So I went in the order of the Pesukim. Okay, take a look. Let's look at the, the Chizkuni. The Chizkuni writes number two, Vayasuchain, Amru, Lasoskain. They said deal. Yeah. They said deal. They agreed. So Vayasuchain, Means because well, what's what's bothering the chizkuni? They didn't do anything, right? They didn't do anything. He's bothering the same thing as bothering us. He didn't do anything, right? So like that's really bothering him, right? So so at this point he's like, what's going on here? So so um, so he's so he has to say, okay, not that they did something, not that they did something, but rather they agreed to do it. They agreed to do it. So but again, that doesn't. I mean, it, it's a fine shot. It's not exciting. That's not for sure. 
right? That's not going to be the, the, the end here, right? But it, it, it works. You could say that. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an answer, okay? Take a look at Rabbi Mechai, it's Rosh is what? What do they say? They all were willing to give themselves. Right? And they say, you can take whoever you want. Any of us will come. We're all willing to be that guy who's going to sit in prison. Right? Why is that? Why is that work in the Pasuk? saying we're guilty. So here right, so it, it, like, right, it flows very nicely, right? They, he says to them, I'm going to take one of you and the rest of you will go back and bring your brother. They all say, okay, take me. And they say to each other, right, we, we all deserve it. Right, we all deserve it. Someone just said that, right? We all, we all deserve it. Right? And that's why they kind of all agree to come because, to, or to be, to, be, to be left there because they all feel this responsibility. It's very cool. Except maybe Ruvain, who's like, no, I'm, I'm going to go home. <laughs> it's like, you guys can stay. Like, I told you. Right? <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I like that. Thanks, Fiona. It's true. Why would it be involved? Oh, wow. Look at that. It should be different. Fat boy or whatever you say. Fan boys. Fan boys. Fan it has nothing to do with, with sports or just, <laughs> it's just how Miss Stife got us. Look at that. I was yes, 14. I was 24 years old. I still remember. Right? I still remember. Okay, so let's take a look at the Mayan Mesa Shoyba, or Schwab. Shoyba Schwab, source number four, Schwab. Someone once said to me, a very well respected rabbi said to me, if I was stuck on a desert island and I only had one safer on the Parsha, he said I would choose this safer. I. I I like to say for a lot. I don't know if I'd say that, but it's really nice. <laughs> no, I like it a lot. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm telling you how. I'm telling you how powerful Rishwab is. I don't know. I would take, but this is one of the fun that I leave out on my desk. I never put this safer on my. I never put this safer on the shelf. How about that? I never put it on the shelf. There's a few fun that I leave on my desk all the time. I always take a look, and this is one of them. So. Rishwab, who was the rabbi in Kyle Dasashurin, right, in, uh, in, in uh, Washington Heights. He's the rabbi of the, of the German community in Washington Heights, the Yekas. And he writes as follows. Hide pashtus, each go from right to left here, right? I know one side's bigger than the other. Um, but it's all from the same sif. Hine pashtus kavanas vayasuchein. The simple pshan vayasuchein. Hisha asu kidivra Yosef. Asher malahem. That's what they did, what Yosef said. Achichem, achari, yeser, bevedu, etc., etc. Right, that he told them to... Leave, leave one of them, and you go back. Right? And they left one person and went home. There's a problem. Right? It doesn't work chronologically. It's out of order. Just means, and they did what he said. They left one of them and they went back, and, 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 and the rest of them went back. That's fine, but it's, it's chronologically out of order. Then where's that conversation about Hashem which we know takes place in front of Yosef? That Yosef hears and he's crying, right? And they don't realize he's listening, right? Meaning, why put it there? It could be out of order. The Torah, we say sometimes there are stories that are out of order. That's fine. And Yasuchin can just mean they did it. But if that's true, what, why did Hashem? Swap the orders here and put Vayasuchein before they actually go. That's the question. Simple question, right? 
And he says, left side. It's possible to explain. Right, at first he said, you're Meraglim, and I'm going to send one of you, and the rest of you stay in jail, right? And after he, they, they're in jail for three days, he actually changes his mind. And he says, I fear God. It's not fair. Is this not right? You know what he says? They keep all of you in jail for all this time and everyone's waiting and they don't have enough food. I'm, I'm not going to do that to you. That's not right. Right? And by the way, if only one of them goes back, how many camels can he bring by himself? Right? As opposed to nine of them going back. Right? There's not enough food. He can't carry all the stuff for everybody. Right? He goes from one extreme to the other. All of a sudden, instead of keeping nine of them, he keeps one of them. This was not a typical way for kings to act. Right? That I make a decision and then I change my mind. How do we know that there are, that kings in those days, again, maybe it's a little bit later on, don't make, don't change their minds. They don't rescind their decrees. The whole story of Ahasuerus. Anything that comes out from Amelach ain't Lahashiv. And what if you just like a new letter and a new letter and a new letter, right? Because you can't just say, revoke it. Why not? Of course you can. That's not what kings do. It looks weak. We don't, absolute we don't, power. Absolute power. I do whatever I like. Right? That which the king says he doesn't return, he doesn't, he doesn't bring it back. Right? He feels bad about the gzera he put on them. And why does he feel bad about it? I'm a, I'm a God-fearing person, he says. When a person is a Yerushimayim, what do they do? They take a look at themselves. They're a little humble. They pay attention and they ask themselves, is it the right thing? Is this the wrong thing? And some say, you know what? That wasn't right. I'm going to change that. A person who's a Yerushimayim is, is, is willing to be more flexible and say, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake. And now what happens? When, this, when the brothers see this type of action, right, this type of behavior. Right, they said, how much more so about ourselves? And they, got, they felt like, it's like a This guy is not a Jew. And he says, I fear God. I'm, you know, I, was, I was doing a cheshman. He's like, I was reading Mishra Shisharim and I decided that, they're like, hmm, it's kind of pretty stark, this guy. Right? He, he thinks about himself and he, and he considers what he does and he sometimes actually has charot and feels bad about it. Right? We haven't batted an eye what we did to, to, to Yosef. We assumed we did the right thing. Right? Maybe we should think if we did the right thing. Or shema te'inu behefsek, or maybe we were wrong. But sorry, shema te'inu behapsak, right? Because there's a lot of conversation in the in the in the that like 
that, that they thought that Yosef was like a Morid Bemachos. He was like, he was trying to be like, the, he was going to be like the Esau. How could they think ever that that was not done in a fit of rage, that they did the right thing? How could they have ever thought they did the right thing? So, so what he's arguing, and this is, this, you have a lot of this in the, in the Mepharshim, that the brothers thought, like, who is this guy Yosef? Who thinks that he's, doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't have good midos, right? He's speaking Lashon Har about us. He's trying, he has these dreams about taking over the whole group and making us all serve him. Like, who does he think he is? Right? And maybe he's trying to grab it all for himself. And maybe he's out of line. And they thought, right, again, in whatever, like, twisted way that they were able to, it doesn't mean they were right. They were, obviously, we know they were wrong. Right? But we tell ourselves things, right? Every family had one brother out. And they thought, he's the one. Get rid of this one. Right? Okay, they hated his guts also, and he was not nice to them, and, he was, and it bothered them. They were jealous of him that his father liked them better. There's all, that, that's the underlying emotions there, right? But they were able to tell themselves all along, I know this hurt Abba, but we did the right thing in the end. And they would like live with that, how did, how, the cognitive dissonance, right? How do you live with your terrible deeds? By telling yourself that you did the right thing. This is right. I'm telling you it was the right thing to do. We had to. We had no choice. We had to get rid of this guy, Right? Look, he would have done to our children. He would have had an impact on them. Whatever their, their svaras were, right? And they never look back until they see the viceroy of Egypt. You know what? I don't think I was right yesterday when I said that. I think I was right. I'm going to change my mind. This isn't right. I'm a Yerushalayim, right? And then, so, so what happens? Right? So that, some, for some reason, at that moment, it triggers in them. Maybe we weren't right, also. Right? Maybe this we didn't get it. The conversation was in the presence of Yosef. I yes. Mean, were, excuse me, you have to tell a secret on the uh-huh. side. You know, they didn't. It, it was. But he's arguing. Vayas. Oh, so, oh, so, so, how does this answer our whole question? Vayesh Lomar, Shizos Kavanas Hakasuv, Vayasuchain. And they did And they did it. They did what? They repeated that which they saw Yosef do. They saw Yosef say, I'm just saying, imagine for a second. The vice president of the United States, right, comes to a group and has made a decision, right, or the president made a decision to this whole group. This is what's going to happen. And then she comes back and she says, you know, I actually was thinking about it. It's not sensitive what I said to you guys. That was wrong. I changed my mind. Well, think about that for a second. What kind of impact that would have on you? This person has ultimate power. Much more powerful than the vice president of the United States, right? Like, ultimate power. Can do anything they want. And they come back and they say, you know what I was thinking about? I was, I was, I was, I was praying on it. Right? I was praying on it last night before I went to sleep. And I said to myself, I'm not treating you guys right. God would be angry with me if I treated you that way. I changed my mind. What, what kind of impact does that have on the, on the person who hears that? Especially a, a religious person who says, hmm. It sounds a little wild at first, this chat, but if you think about it, it's not so crazy. It, it's, it's not the simple chat, but it's very beautiful, right? And if think about it that way, instead of like, is the simple chat, it means that, I don't think that's a simple chat, but that experience of listening to Yosef, who they don't know who he is, 
I was thinking and I was davening and I was cheshbening and I thought, you know, it's not right. This is the, the leader of the free, of the not free world, the leader of the, the, the slave world, right? Uh, and they say, and it like breaks them. It breaks them. And they start to have this conversation with themselves. It's so beautiful. It's and cool, it right? actually answers your question because normally we read this and we feel that the brothers are like in panic mode. Like they're like, oh my God, oh my God, can you, we're we so guilty for what we did because they, they're as if they're fearing Yosef, but they're not fearing They're learning Yosef. from that's Yosef. That's why they can whisper in front of him. They're learning from, and learning from Yosef. And they're just gaining like a deeper understanding of what And by the way, did Yosef have that intention? I, I have no idea. Right. He's not even saying that. Everybody He's just saying that. Ruben, I mean, Ruben still stuck <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ruben, Ruben has his own issues to deal with, but, <laughs> but he does throughout the story. But, but we are like short on time. So that, that's Vayasuchen. That's Vayasuchen. And if that's Vayasuchen, now let's take a look at the Aval. Okay, so Rashi says, chapter number five, it's right in the bottom of this page, actually, right below, it's like Shmushdin. Aval, what does Aval mean? Kitargumo, as Uncle says, Bukushta. Right? It, it's not a language of but, but like. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, or alas, like indeed, for sure. Like, it's really. Wow, wait, what is that? What does Safaria say? What do they alas, say? Alas. alas. I hate that. It's another one of those words, right? It's another one of those English translation words you only use when you're translating Hebrew. Um, right? Look at, look at Ibn Ezra, source number six. Aval. Aval. Kamo aval sara ishtacha. Kamo achain. Like, yeah, it is. Right? He said, your, your wife also, she's going to have a child, right? So, like, yeah, it's going to happen. Right? And look at Rashbam, source number seven, our favorite Rashbam. Why did this tsara happen to us? Mida connected Mida. We sent him into a pit. What is, by the way, what's the other word for, for, for a jail in Hebrew? A boar. Into a boar. Right? It's also called a boar. Right? It's Mida connected Mida. Look at the Swarno. Bishanano Alenu Veloshamanu. Right? He was complaining. He was he was he was. He was calling out to us. We didn't listen to him. Look what Rosh Hashanah writes. Vahayinu achzarim negadachinu. We were so nasty and insensitive to our brother. Afalpich chashbenu lerodef. And even though we thought he was a rodef, he was going after us. He was trying to destroy us. Right? Hayalanu lerachem. We should have had more rachmanis. Bischanano ukeneged midas achzari yuseinu zeh haish mit achzer negdenu. Right? Because we were so nasty to him, this man is being so nasty to us. And maybe the flip, by the way, if I want to read the same, to continue this, and that even within the Sworno, they're seeing the Nidik Nagamida, so now when they see the man be nicer to them, they say, we, we should have that same. Right? We should have thought, we should have been the same way. But look at, look at Rav Hirsch also writes, um, Aval, and he has this same piece, but I want to go to, to the Rav before, before we finish up. Let's see what the Rav says. I'm sorry, that's a little bit small, but I'll read it, I'll read it inside. So the source number 10 is Salvechik. Is, 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 is I've brought you a few times now from this Chumash that collects. Mm-hmm. So this is an idea that he actually has in Alachuva. And he writes like this, Aval Indeed, right, we are guilty. The word Aval is not used here in the usual sense of but or however. Only if we correctly interpret the word Aval shall we find this, this confession a cogent expression of that repentance which comes in the wake of the sense of sin when the sinner can no longer bear the great fear and dread. Until now, we have not admitted or to or confessed our sins. Until now, the voice of our pleading brother did not shrill in our ears nor trouble our conscience. Until now, we did, our very, we did our very best to repress and ignore the feeling of guilt 
which gnawed away inside us. We did not want to admit our guilt. We did not dare to give voice to these thoughts. Now we see that the sin surfaces and confronts us. We see that providence avenges itself upon us, that Shimon is in jail, a device where it conspires against us though we are completely innocent, accusing us of the preposterous crime of espionage. Is it not obvious that we are called upon to answer for the blood of our brother, whose pleas still reverberate and assail our ears? This must be a punishment from heaven. Our denial of, of sin will no longer avail. The sin confronts us in all its dread. There's no escaping it. Come, brothers, and let us confess. Indeed, aval, we are guilty. Aval here can mean it, it's the truth. And it is, a, it is a, a contrast. And he points out, the Rav continues, if you've ever noticed in the, in the, in the, in the Al-Khaits, right, in, in, on, Rosh, on Yom Kippur, so the introduction to that whole piece is a paragraph. And how does it end? Aval anach nirasham. The aval there is funny. It's not aval is not like what. It's indeed. It's true, right? And that's the exact same thing. It's like a revelation, right? So the asuchain is that they were willing, according to according to Rishwab is they were willing to like start thinking, and then it spins into aval anach nirasham. And indeed, it's true. I, I I realize it. You know what? We really see this. In which case, those two phrases are the exact right phrases. Because it's that moment that they, it crystallizes in front of them. Like we, we've been, I love the way the Rav says it. They've been unwilling to look at it. They've, they've, they've had all their reasons and their rationale. And that's what we all do, right? We take our reasons and our rationale, we put it aside, and we're not willing to take a look. And here they're finally willing to take a look. But I think it's so cool, just to close, is that why are they willing to take a look? Because Yosef is the symbol of that. And I don't even think that Schwab means that Yosef did it on purpose. It is Yosef's personality. Right? Yosef shows this like model of like, you know what, I think this is not right. I can't, I can't do this to you guys. And the, and the irony of Yosef, who's really Yosef, showing Rachmanis on them and their families, when they couldn't show Rachmanis for him, and then they learn it from him, and it's because they learn it from him that they're willing to spin this around, and eventually Yehuda steps up, and the whole thing gets sort of fixed, right? Is, is amazing. Right? And it's that, it's that Yosef's, you know, who was at the beginning, taking us back to last week, who at the beginning of the story was like this, you know, high school kid who doesn't really get it and doesn't know how to con- like comport himself and be respectful of other people, is the end, is the person who teaches the lesson to the brothers of how to be, how to be a Rachman to somebody else. And they learn it from him. They're willing to look themselves in the mirror because of him. Right? I think it's a, 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 such a cool spin, the whole story. It starts with him being disrespectful to them and they can't stand it, and they're nasty back, and it's, the whole thing starts to turn when Yosef himself models for them the right behavior, that, that you know, and by the way, and he's kind to them when? He has no reason to be. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. <clears throat> have, he has every rationale at that moment to be nasty to them, right? And instead, he, he, got, he is nasty to, to make this all work, but he's, he has a Rachmanus even within it, within the plan. Right? And so he's, he becomes the lesson, the one teaching the lesson, and you learn it from him without realizing that it's him, and, that's the, and that begins the process of the, of the tshuva, which I think is very, very cool. So. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder if that's why we hear only Ruben's response. I don't know.